This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal preview show, the show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture and today's show of course will be looking ahead to Arsenal's trip to Merseyside in which they'll try to beat Everton for the first time since 2017, believe it or not, it has indeed been that long. With all of our preview shows, what we like to do is get our guests from our Discord server and our fantastic members that we've built with this community. Always happy to jump on and give their views about what's going on. So let's introduce them to you. It's been a little while, but it's good to have him back. It's Tariq. How are you doing, Tariq? You good, you well? I'm all good, thank you. Happy Friday, Tom, to yourself. And I thought on this occasion, we'd wear your favourite shirt, which you confirmed in backstage uh, for us right there. Mm, mm. I can tell from the look on my face how happy I am uh, with that. Uh, yes, it is. I, as I say, I'd much rather have done my job and gone and got Santi Cazorla's shirt from Real Oviedo instead. So that's uh, that'll be my uh, other shirt for this season because that is going nowhere near the cupboards. Uh, not at all. Um, good to have you on, mates. Uh, it's also, speaking of someone we've not had on the show for a while, it's Ojo. How are you doing, Ojo? You good, Joel? I'm good. I'm good, Tom. How are you? How are you, Tariq? Very good. Oh, good. Thank you, Ojo. Hope you nice, well, nice yeah. of Tariq to show up like a traffic warden for the show, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> it does look very high vis. It is very high vis indeed. Um, yes, uh, that is that is the criticism from rival fans that I've seen going around, and it's you can't argue with it. You just can't argue with it. Uh, and lastly, making up our crew is Alex. How are you doing, Alex? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thank you. Um, hope everyone's well here and in the chat box as well. Absolutely. Um, uh, have you started, is it what, your third year? Is it third I year? Um, in just over a week. Um, yes, we have yes. we have like a introductory fun day where we go and play games and definitely don't drink any alcohol next Thursday. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, but, yeah. yeah. University is is literally just drinking. Like that's, <laughs> that is literally what it is. I mean, barely anyone uses their degrees these days, and they just spend three years away from home, you know, making friends and and drinking. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it certainly was a great part of my life, and I enjoyed it 
very, very much and have not used my degree in any way, shape or form in the end. I, I needed it for teaching. Turns out I don't need it for journalism. So uh, it's it's fine in the way that it's gone. But uh, let's, uh, yeah, I disagree with Penny Wayne saying the short of the kit is beautiful. I mean, yeah, goodness me. Goodness me. Amira says, surely if we win the league, Tom has to buy the away kit. If we win the league, I hope there's none left that I can't buy the away <laughs> kit. That's kind of what I'm banking on. So sure, if we win the league, I will buy the away kit. I promise you that now. Okay, we've got a deal. You know, the worst time to buy a kit when the season's finished, but I will buy one if we win the league. You've got my words on that one. I think Jimbo, does Jimbo even have a picture of him wearing it? Yes, he does. I can see it. Uh, Lovely stuff. Right, Tariq, talk to me about Everton, mate. How are you feeling? Because this is a game that has really been a problem for us over the past few years or so. Yeah, I am feeling quite nervous going into it. Um, as you said, 2017 is the last time that we won away at Goodison Park. It has been a difficult um, hunting ground for us and coming up against Sean Dyche and the te- and how his team will set up. It is kind of something that we, we get to overcome in that sense when, when teams have come in and with a physical presence in there um we, we've dealt with it much better than we did previously of course but um at Everton in a tight stadium it's going to be um, a difficult fixture um and yeah especially given the fact that we haven't been at our brilliant fluid best going forward um attacking and we you know I'm sure when we get into the lineups we don't really know our best team as of yet um with adapt with the, our new players trying to fit into their system so yeah a bit nervous going into it just happy it's back um from, from international break as well to be honest with you yeah it, it has but i felt this has been the longest international break i can remember uh it really has felt like a very very long time indeed ojo everton as i spoke to tarik there you know it's it's they are a tricky team they are a team that of causes problems but again i'm assuming you're going into this one with the attitude of it's it's win and no excuses Actually, I don't know how to feel, Tom. I, I don't know how Everton have been doing this season. Have, have, have they been good? Or... No. <laughs> it's the short answer to that. So, so. All, all the yeah. more reason we donate some points to them. But uh, even looking at the way we've mm. been playing, um, we should be able to win. I think we have enough to win. And uh, what happens on the day, you know, we will see. But um, am I confident? I, I feel... Maybe because of the change in Arsenal's stature from being a mid-table team to title contenders, <laughs> maybe that is why I, I'm maybe I'm a little too cocky or arrogant. But I, I don't think that we should worry too much about a game at Everton. Yes, even yeah. if we are looking to challenge for top four, Everton should be a, a non-contest, especially in the current state that they are in, unless they have a new owner bounce against us. But we'll have to wait and. Yeah, it was the new manager bounce last season. We'll have to wait and see if it's the new uh, owner bounce this time. Just to give you their results so far this season, they've lost to Everton on the opening day. They lost 4-0 away to Everton. That loss to Fulham was at Goodison Park, by the way. They lost 4-0 away to, to Aston Villa. They lost 1-0 at home to Goodison, uh, to, Goodison uh, to Wolves. Uh, they then beat narrowly Doncaster, the mighty Doncaster, in the uh, EFL Cup second round 2-1. Uh, they needed an 88th minute Winner from Arnold Danjuma and a 73rd minute goal from Beto to uh, to turn around a 1-0 deficit at the start. Uh, and they drew 2-2 with Sheffield United in their last game before the international break at Sheffield United. So it's not been good. They've picked up one point so far from all of their games, Alex. So naturally, it's going to be a walk in the park, right? I mean, that's what you must be expecting. Um, to be honest, 
I'm not liking this. <laughs> no, well, I think watching them play, um, I mean, Beto, this new striker they've signed, makes a makes a massive difference. I think he looked very, mm. very, very difficult to play against. Um, and you know, I I know we've got Gabriel and Saliba, which we are blessed to have. Um, but if we'd had any injuries, <laughs> I'd be very worried because um, he's very tall, very quick. Um, and is not afraid to have a little battle. He's quite reminds me a lot of the Hoyland when we were when we played against him, and we saw how he changed the game when he came on for Man U. So um, I am confident we'll win, mind you. But I, you know, I don't think it will be as easy as people make out. They've, you know, if you look at their players in the midfield, there's some really good players in there, a lot of energy. So we we can't just come there and expect to win. No, uh, I don't think you can in any Premier League game with the expectation of winning. I think it's more of like the the feeling of, you know, we should win this game, um, but the Premier League throws up some crazy things. But if we are wanting to to win the Premier League, we have to win these games. And, you know, if we are... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Unsuccessful in, in getting uh, anything other than a win. I think obviously the mood will still be very low. I mean, is that a fair way to look at it, Tariq? I mean, considering our record against Everton in the last five games, four losses, one draw... If Arsenal were to say drop two points and come away with a draw from Everton, is that a horrific result? It is when you're competing for a Premier League title with Manchester yeah. City, of course. Because um, in the grand scheme of things, if you if you're going away to Everton, which I think is going to be a difficult place to go for the big sides, no matter how they're doing um, in the league this season, just because of how the, the matchups are, and it's like you know we link it a lot with boxing. The styles make fights, and how Sean Dyche is wanting to set up this team, have that sort of siege mentality, and and they're willing to hit us hit um, bigger teams on the transition. It will be a difficult place, but for the expectations now that we've gained from last season. Um, and this was one of the stumbling blocks that we did face, of course. Um, so if we want to show that we've progressed, because that's a big question that's been asked around the fan base and all around the um, non-Arsenal fans as well, have Arsenal improved in these types of fixtures? We need to show that we have, um, of course, and dealing with the threats like Calvert-Lewin, who just always seems to be fit when when Arsenal come to town. Um, and then he'll he go back and, and hibernation again. Um, but yeah, it will be um, a te- another test to add on to there. And it seems crazy because we're still, what, five, this will be five games in now and it feels like a must win. And that's the relentlessness that uh, Manchester City um, have, have made us feel like at this moment. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if... Um... 
uh, if Calvert-Lewin starts this game, because obviously, as Alex talked about, you know, Beto has, has come in and started, I think, their last game. Um, and if they go with kind of the midfield three again, it seemed, Ojo, that last year, that midfield three of Adrisa Garnagay and uh, Anana and Decore, those two in particular were kind of the biggest reason as to why Arsenal didn't win. They broke up the play really well. They stopped us from doing what we'd like to do with our free-flowing passing. And I wouldn't be surprised to see those three, you know, start the game on Sunday. Do you think now with like a player like Declan Rice um, and potentially with who else we might choose to go in the midfield, be that Kai Havertz to give us more verticality, that we've now got a much better group to com- compete and combat those three? No, I feel we lost the game last year. Not because they were more physical than us, but uh, normally these kind of games, we go in and we start very slow. And it mm. feels like almost until the 78th minute, we are still meandering, hoping for the opponent to just roll over and give us three points. Uh, if we, Because if you if you look at our competition, if, if either Manchester City or Liverpool are going into this game, this we will not be having this kind of conversation. Even Liverpool in their current state, we would not be thinking, okay, you know, will Liverpool struggle against a team like Everton? You you know what they're going to do. They're going to go in from minute one. They're going to press the opposition. So what what difference does it make? What midfielders do they have? You're expected to go against and beat a midfield of Rodri, KDB and whoever 100 million player they have. And you, you cannot be struggling against Onana and Idrissa Ganage. So mm. I, I would suggest that if we are going to take something from this game, we have to go in and start on the front foot. If Everton want to sit in, which they will do, and they, they have the, the king of all sitters as their manager. So I, I would suggest that we have to go in and try to score within the first five minutes. Then Everton, their, their game plan, you know, it, 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 is, uh, it, it is moot at that point. Then maybe we can relax which is also not a good suggestion, but at least then we have a little more leeway to play our own game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and I think that one of the big reasons also why we lost was obviously our, how we deal with set pieces and crosses and balls into the box has, has been so poor going back over the years uh, at Everton. We've conceded goals to, to Yerry Mina, to Phil Jagielka, and of course last year to, to James Tarkovsky as well. So we need to stop allowing centre-halves of Everton to get goals because if we're able to kind of nullify the crosses, if we're able to limit the amount of balls into the box, and when they do come into the box, if we've got the players like Gabriel Saliba, maybe have a to, to deal with those, then that's the way in which we're going to stop their threats because I feel as though they are quite one-dimensional in that sense. But maybe maybe it'll be different. I mean, Alex, are they more than just crosses into the box? You were very complimentary of Beto a second ago. Can they hurt us in more than just that one single way? Well, I think he, he showed that he can. You know, he was driving, driving past players at, I think he's 6'3 or something like that. He's very tall. But but driving past players at six three, I'm I'm six three and I don't drive past anyone. So um, I think it's <laughs> it's it's one of those um, one of those things where you it can be quite elusive. And for you know, I'm not saying players won't have looked at him before games, but you still don't know exactly how players play. It takes a long time to get used to playing against the same players. And you know, I I, th- I think that they they've always had a lot. A, a relatively a lot of energy and if the crowd gets behind them then that's where we could be in trouble so that's why I think what Ojo said about scoring early would really really help us um of course we've been more atoned to scoring late recently so um but but I hope it doesn't come down to that 
Yeah, I'm really sick of like I I love a late dramatic win. Don't get me wrong, and I was you know losing my head at the Emirates the other week, but I really can't do that every game. I, I think I turned around to uh, I think it was Amy Lawrence behind us, and I was just saying. Like we're four games in, like we can't do that. <laughs> at least with the Bournemouth game, it was like two thirds through the season at that point. But yeah, you can't be doing that, you know, every week. It's dramatic, it's great, and it's what football we love it for it. But you know, I want to be blowing teams away. I want to be absolutely smashing sides and getting three, four, five, like Man City do when they go on to win titles. Teams that tend to leave it late so often aren't the teams really that are going on winning things. Um, so we need to make sure that we're dominating teams and turning that dominance into goals and into convincing wins, especially against sides like Everton, with all due respect. Let's go into our lineups then um, and see what we've gone for. Alex, we start with you, mate. Talk us through your selection and your reasons behind it. Um, yeah, so um, I think the back four, relatively standard now, uh, potentially. Um, I think I prefer Ben White at right back. I know, obviously, at the beginning, he was starting at sort of, um, center maybe, but I, I I prefer him at right back. I think he's got stuff to offer going forward when he when he can. Um, obviously, the two glaring ones will be Vieira. I think obviously there's an argument to be made that because Everton are physically very strong, maybe it might not be his game. But I think Kai Havertz is a player who's low on confidence, and I think at, at some point. You have to say, well, we've got to take him out, you know, because you can't just play him forever if he's not performing. Um, then I'd say Reese Nelson is, I don't know what the thing about Saka is. Um, obviously, there's not, nothing wrong with his performances or anything, but um, Matt Vienko was the player who kicked him many, many times for the uh, player when he was playing against him for the Ukraine, uh, when Saka was playing for England, sorry. Um, and I just feel like it will happen again. And if he's got a little tweak, even if it is just a little tweak, maybe give him a rest. Not saying he can't come on, but I think I, I quite enjoy Nelson and he's direct and um, he offers something probably slightly different to Saka. Um, you know, um, then Martinelli, full of energy. Hopefully he can run it. Um, it's... I always forget his name. Everton right back. Braithwaite, is it? The um, Patterson. Uh, Patterson, sorry. Patterson, Who's Braithwaite? Yeah. That's why they've he, got a Braithwaite. They do well. have a Braithwaite, yeah. Braithwaite yeah. is the... Is the they, they, they've got Jared, don't they? I was thinking of yes. the Barcelona, um, you know, the striker who stole a living. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Jesus, I thought he was really good. I think I picked him as my star man because I think he could come back and score some goals. He looked sharp against Man United, I thought, obviously for the goal. Um, you know, we've talked about people who are still sliding. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think we need the physicality of Rice. We need Gabriel. We need Saliba to deal with what they have physically. But I think, I think Vieira has done enough for me to warrant a start. If we played Trossard more, maybe I'd be talking about him, but we haven't, so I, I don't think. Do you consider Jesus right and Ketia through the middle? It 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 was tempting. Mm. Um, I just feel like if I'm subbing out Saka, that's I think I'd lean towards that. Um, I, I like Nelson a lot. It's not me kind of 
um, pouring cold water over over his fire. I just feel as though, you know, Jesus could operate with Nketiah, if you know what I mean, and maybe that oh, could yeah. work if you wanted to sub. Yeah, no, I, I think it could work. Um, hmm. I just went, I went for Nelson because I think he's done enough for me to warrant starting and I think he's very quick, which is something that's a little bit different. I think Nketiah does offer hold-up, but I think Jesus offers a little bit more. And Everton centre-backs are very physical. And although Nketiah has improved, um, you know, I've watched Yerry Mina live quite a few times. And he, um, yeah, he's he's not, not very nice to, to play against. Um, you can see he's got a lot of, um, yeah, he, he does a lot of pinching, I noticed. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite funny. Um, but yeah. I don't think he plays for him anymore, does he? He doesn't. No, that's what I was just he looking gone? at. He's gone to Fiorentina. Gone, oh, well, don't He's worry about gone. it then. <laughs> I, was, we'll, I was trying to think. I'm, like, I'm sure that Braithwaite's in the defence with Tarkovsky at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well. we'll probably smash him about 8 0 then. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, take Mina out and we're going to absolutely batter him. Yeah, well, I, love I just it. wanted to say as well, Tom, that's a good point about Jesus because it's something that I've noticed when he's come on against Fulham and when he came on against mm. Man United. You, you, did you notice that he's switching more to the right rather yep. than the left? I think that's mm. more from an instruction from Arteta as well. So he's trying to get Havertz into those, those areas, vacate that space for him. So yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I think in his last season at City, he played a lot of games on the right and I think he did it really, really well. Mm. And you know, ironically, I think he obviously made that switch to Arsenal because he wants to play a lot more games through the middle. And but I think that that ability is there. I think when he, uh, I think Tim Vickery talked about him a lot in the Brazilian national side as a winger that's playing at nine. And you know, maybe if he was given more license to be an out-and-out winger, we'd see more consistency from him and you know the better parts of him. You know, there's a lot of questions about how clinical he is, mm. but his best parts of his game, I think, are his, his play went on the ball. You know, running in behind at times as well and taking players on and being creative with the ball and holding it up and that all leans into what a winger does really really well too so I think there's scope if we want to rest Saka to to move Jesus out to the wide area and bring in Ketia in up top but I think Nelson still is a very viable option for us and I want to see him get minutes this season because after signing a new deal you know we've got to justify that so start giving him the opportunities when we can. Uh, Ojo talk us through this selection and I thought I'd choose this picture of Havertz in particular considering your uh, your tag today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought we should you know, attack with Havertz because normally when we take a in-form striker to Everton, their defense gets a little extra cautious and they defend very well. Maybe if we take a raw form striker, they'll get complacent and we might score. <laughs> I love the theory. Yeah, full sense of security. I love it. And, and, and also, uh, you know, Havertz has been um, good in contributing at least in the defensive side of things. So corners or set pieces. We, we have you know, another guy who's over six foot to use his head to clear um, the ball. And also, it, it would be like the last draw of an opportunity to Kai Havertz to prove himself before the North London derby. You know, if, he, if he's still useless in this game, then there is no way he should start against Tottenham. And uh, also, I thought we should go with uh, David Raya instead of Ramsdale. Because I expect uh, the ball to be with us for most of the time and what what I've noticed is when when uh, there's not a lot of action coming towards Ramsdale, his distribution tends to be a little off and this is one of those games where, uh, you know, if you just kick the ball and they, they have enough players to, you know, uh, the, the chances of us winning 50-50 against this Everton team is not very high. So, it's, uh, it is better to have a player who is able to distribute accurately to our wings and uh, 
um ever since the santi casola achilles injury i've been i've been scared of any time achilles is mentioned for the, uh, any of our players yeah. so so i said okay saka you you can you can stay at home um read your bible this week you know you, you don't need to show up <laughs> anywhere near <coughs> liverpool you know, we can we can we can we'll see you back at the emirates for the north london derby so we'll put jesus on the right and w- another thing that everton does is whenever we show there we show up there with our wingers they tend to double up on our wingers and mm-hmm. gabriel jesus is i think is fantastic even with two defenders on him he's able to take them out he's able to dribble out you know dribble out of those situations so putting him on the right while leaving martinelli free on the other side I, I, i've been so out of the loop with everton I, when when uh, alex said who is has playing on the right my mind went to same as colman <laughs> he's to be fair he's coming back from injury at the moment so i don't know if he's going to make he still it there? Time. i don't think that he will but he is still there and is an option but he's injured didn't he go to scotland now. or something no no he's still with everton still there so, he's like so yeah. he's like 46 now but he's still there so he'll be yeah. 21 <laughs> when we play them he always tends to go back and yeah, exactly he'll be reborn gets <laughs> i always call us the defibrillator of teams because we just yeah. bring back to life so many players and teams that have been out of form hopefully yes. that's not going to be the case and another that's the <laughs> reason why we have Vieira also in the midfield Um, thank I, you for sorry. skipping over but <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, mate, carry on i thought you were done i feel that viera he feels like he has a point to prove you know? so he tends to push the the tempo of the game these days and every time he uh, we've seen him this season he, he seems to want to push the initiative uh, he plays a little bit like bruno fernandes um so I, i it would always be good to have him there so that um, his understanding with martinelli and uh, if there is anyone in the team who could cross a ball into havertz in this current form of our team i think it's fabio vieira so him being yeah. there is also you know increasing our chances of scoring goals not the job i have three question um, oh alex go on. yeah sure we'll go back one more slide again let's not five, let's not uh, <laughs> let derek speak was um was david raya what what not not in a bad way but what why david raya over ramsdale Now, I feel that David Raya in this game he would come in with a lot more concentration because it's his debut and he's in a hostile situation and he would want to prove himself and uh, the chances of us getting a careless mistake from this goalkeeper is uh, less compared to um what we might see with uh, Ramsdale because le- I'm expecting the game to be played in there for most of the time and as you've been praising Beto for for the most of this show assuming beto wickets run behind the line I, i would rather have raya with a little bit more to prove than ramsdale standing there for a back pass from you know salibar white for this game and and also i feel that ramsdale plays better when the odds are stacked against him by dropping him for this game i'll put him in back for the spurs game where he's going to have a blinder anyway you know i i think that <laughs> yeah no i like it Can Maybe I, I should be a manager, Tom. What do you think? Slide, yeah. Tariq, go for it, mate. You've waited long enough. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> I've gone with Ramsdale in goal. And just to put my two cents on that is, I think Ramsdale away from home performs much better um, as well. And I do think there will be times where he'll be put under pressure, but just because of how Premier League games tend to be away from home. 
Um, and yeah, I just think that's where Ramsdale's at his best. And with David Raya, I think his main um, big plus point with his distribution is with long balls. I don't think Everton will, will allow us to play long balls and they will allow us to go and play throughout the back, which wouldn't require too much like of, um, of his distribution to be in question. So yeah, um, but with the back four, with the rest of it, I've gone with Tommy Asu at left back, Gabriel Saliba and White. And the main reason why I've gone for Tommy Asu is it gives you that extra physical presence in both boxes mainly defensively because I don't think we'll see him in going forward in the attacking box because we've just got a, a lot of options on there for that uh, for those set pieces there also uh, over Zinchenko I just think that he'll defend better in transition that's what Everton are going to be trying to do when they they're pin, sitting in their compact two blocks of four when they're trying to spring and go early direct I just trust Tommy Asu to be with his recovery pace, his physicality and after. And we saw that really against Germany. But I was very impressed with him on the ball as well when he came on against Man United. He looked very calm, composed, taking in that left inverted mid midfield spot, sorry. So yeah, I thought he was very good in that aspect. And there won't be too much demand on on the defence from progressing it from there. So I think it, he's, he's massive there. With Havertz in there too, I just want to, as um, I think, oh, oh, is it OD Guan Kenobi said in the chat? Yep, just need to continue to give him time. And I think this game will suit Havertz as a midfielder more because we will dominate possession and allowing Havertz to make those deep runs into the box. I think Everton will allow us more space out wide with Erdegaard, Saka, Martinelli. So if we can get those crosses into the box when Jesus is going to be in there, that will that it will be a provide another threat for Havertz because I don't think there'll be too many spaces for Vieira early on in the game. And I'd look to bring on a Vieira or Trossard as the game stretches and the pitch gets bigger just through, you know, whatever the scoreline is at that point, even if Arsenal winning, you know, Everton are going to have to try and press on us and that leaves more space in behind. And we've seen what Vieira can do with his pass to Jesus in that moment there. So I think the later on in the game, it will suit them more. And then, of course, his physical presence in both boxes. He's been very good at that, um, Kai Havertz. And then, yeah, with Jesus, he has to come back in for me mainly because of what he can bring in terms of that physical play. You can go direct to him. He will help. I think it will help with the relationship with Martinelli if he does decide to switch out to the left or the right. Um, I think that's where we will begin to see the best of Havertz because that's when the signing of Havertz was really bought in mind with Jesus being in there. Because Eddie, he's someone who likes to... With his runs, he, he likes to make, make runs for himself, whereas Jesus will make runs to vacate that space where we'll see the best of Havertz in those areas. It's just the question is, is he going to take the chances when he gets in there? I hope so, and I hope he does. Um, and then for me, because I'm, I'm surprised that I'm the only one so far that's gone with Bakaya Saka, um, do if you haven't done so, a little plug for you there, Tom, check out the Eat, Sleep, Arsenal repeat where Dr. Raj kind of broke that down well. It's not it's not really an injury, it's discomfort. And I think Arsenal posted something on the website as well, just saying nothing to worry about. It's it, all players man, have these issues. It's a part of the game and all in all sports, not just in football. And he's totally fine there, Saka. Um, and sometimes with certain injuries, it's better <laughs> to play, carry on playing with them than it is to completely stop and get yourself out of rhythm. And then you can cause more damage there. So yeah, but Saka, he'll—I'm I'm sure he'll be fine. And that's the reason for my eleven. 
Yeah, lovely stuff. There you go. That's uh, all of the guys' teams. I do think that it's what we see in this season more than any other is a lot of differences in the lineups. And that's, you know, good. It shows you kind of what depth we've got now. It shows you the options that Arteta has, the good problems that are there. Um, I've gone slightly different to everyone. I think everyone's gone for different lineups, actually, for the first time in quite some time. Um, we haven't got anyone doubling up on the same teams. I was inspired by Owen yesterday talking on the Eat Sleep Arsenal repeat show as as Tariq fantastically advertised um, a second ago about using Jorginho and Rice to give you control and passing in the midfield, allow Rice to maybe try and intercept and break up play slightly further up the field than he would have done against Man United, who would have been pushing us slightly deeper than we expect Everton to. So having Jorginho to be that kind of architect, if you like, in the deeper part of the midfield, and then Rice being uh, a breaker of play slightly further up and doing what he does so well. And, you know, I think he can be a threat in the final third for us. I think he can add more goals to his game. And, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if he ended up getting more goal contributions than Xhaka did last season. I really think there is potential for him to do that. Uh, in this Arsenal team. The rest of the team, for me, is, is fairly boring. Uh, Saka, Martinelli, Zinchenko, Gabriel, Saliba, White, Ramsdale and Odegaard all staying in the side. The only other, I suppose, controversial one is, is swapping out Eddie Nketiah. I don't think any of us picked Eddie Nketiah. Now I think about it, none of us had him in our teams, which, you know, I think some people that are watching this, listening to this back might say it's slightly harsh. You know, the guys come off the back of four games, scoring twice, getting a, a brilliant, obviously, penalty win against Palace. And I think before he came off against United, he was really good as well. One of our brighter players in the forward line too. So is it harsh that we're bringing in Jesus? I just feel like last season when we played Everton away from home, we had Nketiah up top. We really missed Jesus in that game because he was obviously injured and I really think we could have uh, Jesus being an asset to us in this game with his technical ability, the ability to break up the opposition play and ask questions that they weren't necessarily being asked in the same way last year. And Eddie coming off the bench, it's a big criticism of mine I had of him last season Well, he came off the bench against Fulham and scored a really fantastic goal. So it's proven that he can make an impact this season from that position. And we've got... We've got, obviously, Vieira to come off the bench for this team. We've got Smith-Rowe, Trossard, Nelson. There's so much depth in this attack that we can change things up at will. It's in the defence where, you know, things. And I was interested, uh, I think it was uh, Tariq, the Tommy Asu pick as well. This is certainly something that I considered also because the, the height and the threat in the box that Everton have, having maybe a Tommy Asu in there instead of Zinchenko. I especially think, say, if you're leading by the single goal towards the end of the game, that's a change I would expect to happen with Tommy Asu adding some extra height that Zinchenko doesn't offer so that we can try and close out the game better. But I certainly thought that that was a, a pick worth mentioning. Um, and on that as well, um, I think we sometimes forget we got we got Champions League coming back. So I don't think with Zinchenko, we can play three games in a week, yeah. especially at this moment in time. So it would make more sense for him to play in the Champions League in that sort of game where it's a bit more slower pace and, and that will be much more suited um, for his, his physical condition at this moment in time. And then Tottenham at home, of course, on Sunday. Yeah, no, but this set piece thing, are we respecting Everton too much? Considering our four games, how many con corners have we conceded in the four games? You've watched the last five games, there, right, OJ? You're like, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's I it's not like we've conceded a lot of corners. I think that we, I think we have to recognise the weakness that we've had there when we've gone, and it has been from crosses and set pieces. Like we can't. No, if we have go... the ball, they can't cross it in. Isn't that how it works? Yeah, sure. So, but I, so... I still think that we've done and struggled to keep hold of the ball against this Everton side enough in the last mm. few years to, to justify us going there and saying, yeah, we're going to dominate it. We're going to be fine. I think you do have to consider, you know, what threat they might have to reach. 
Yeah, and that's what I was just going to say. With the goals that we have conceded, we conceded it from a corner against Fulham. We conceded with a counter-attack against Man United, against Forest, even from our own corner in that situation there. Um, so that has been our Achilles heel um, in that sense. So you do have to give respect as well because the intensity that they will play at, they have, I think they had their first win against us in a, in a while when, when Sean Dyche was um, the manager. So at home, it's going to be a bit more difficult um, I think every away game in the Premier League is difficult. Even if, even when we come to Luton Town in in December, it's not going to be an easy game because of where, how that is, how that is played. So yeah, um, I, I do think Everton are, do have some threats going forward. Or, or, or does this show that we are not yet ready to go for the league? Because I no. don't, I don't think Man City or Liverpool are thinking it. Okay, Liverpool have their derby, but Manchester City are not rocking up to Everton thinking, oh my God, we have weaknesses in that team. But when, when I want to watch Man City play Everton towards the end of the season, that Gundogan goal was what really changed the game. Everton looked like they were having a threat and they were causing Manchester City some issues in that moment and, and were posing that. So that's where I agree with you when you said earlier, we need to go and score first and that will kind of change the game. But what Arsenal's issue has been is we've conceded goals first in in, a, in these two, too many games, um, you know, against Fulham and Man United. And away from home, with the crowd, Everton faithful, we know how they can be. They're quite volatile at the moment. That can go against us, I believe, if, we, if we're not quite careful. I but think... I also feel you know, when City played Everton, that the position, the timing of that game was also rather important because Everton were you know, facing relegation at that point. I expect them to be a little more complacent because their main attacker right now is, I think, Dukore, who is their, the main guy who's going to progress the ball. So, I feel that if we go and play our game and not go in with a lot more respect to them, thinking, oh my God, if they are going to be physical. That's why I put Vieira in my team because if he can't play against Everton, then you can't play in the Premier League because every team is physical. So, uh, I feel that we should go in and have... There, there has to be an arrogance in a team that is going for the title. You should not... There, I understand you should respect all teams, but... Um, if you look at the teams of Arsenal or Chelsea or any team that was going for the title, they, they don't go into teams which are supposed to s- s- struggle for relegation. In the relegation battle, you're thinking, oh my God, what if they attack us on the flanks? Uh, or maybe that's just my... No, I, I think it's fair to, to, to kind of point towards what Arsenal should be looking to do. And I think in fairness, you know, we win this game and next year we're not having this conversation. You know, it, it, it's just because this run exists that we're having this chat and that we're talking about Everton being a side that we know can hurt us. If we win this game, you know, yes, I'm sure that the the one win in six, whatever, will be talked about. But the fact is the matter, the fact of the matter would have been that Arsenal won the last game and have overcome that, that banana skin that exists. So I think that, that's why we're talking about it. And I do empathise with your view, Ojo. Yes, we should be going to places like Everton and expecting to be, you know, dominant and with a great chance of winning the game. But there is that PTSD, I think, of the previous years that, that creates this discussion. Hence why we're kind of all thinking about that when we do our lineups. And I think, I think there's an argument, you know, you had Kai Havertz up top. There's an argument that that extra verticality maybe came into your mind with placing Havertz at centre forward to help compete with their, their centre-halves in a way as well. I think subconsciously it always is somewhere in the back of our minds in picking those sides and in this is that do you think that's fair 
Yes, yes, Tom. I think uh, maybe it, it, unless we win something or until we win something, Arsenal will still always be scared of places like Southampton. Thank God they got relegated. <laughs> that's another three points late, you've so. saved. <laughs> uh, that's three points that you've saved this season. But places like Everton or Crystal Palace away, um, we sh- we sh- a-, a big team is not afraid of these places. But we have been through the mud so long, which we have now swapped places with Chelsea and Manchester United. Um, I think we, we're still looking at the teams and, you know, it's like a lion from a zoo released into the jungle. No? So you're, you're still waiting for the bell to bring in the meat. <laughs> I feel like you're all seconds away from saying that I need to raise my standards, Ojo. <laughs> you know, I feel like the next tagline that's going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do. We'll see. Hopefully we can get a good result. Speaking of results, we're going to go to predictions. Uh, Tariq, give us your scoreline and scorers, please. Chat box, go for it as well, guys. 2-1 to Arsenal. Kai Havertz to do it. You know, our, our number one fan. <laughs> his number one fans are here, me and Tom. <laughs> but now we've got Kai Havertz and I think Big Gabby will score here. I think we'll actually score from a set piece as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that would be the most ironic thing if we win because of set piece goals in this game. But, you know, let's wait and see. Ojo? 5-0 uh, to Arsenal. Yeah, I wouldn't expect any less. You've got to name all those scorers now. Yeah, so um, Kai Havertz with two ricochets. I think Tarkovsky tries to clear the ball a couple of times and it hits Havertz and goes in. Um, uh, <laughs> own goal yeah. by Jordan Pickford. Um, uh, dribbled goal by Gabriel Jesus so that his confidence is up. And, and as usual, Rams deal with a 50-yard screamer. Oh, it's not in the game. David Raya with the 50 yards. Yeah. I mean, I love this. You could tell that he was like, really wanted to put Raya in and then his prediction, he's gone Ramsdale because subconsciously he's like, well, Ramsdale's going to play. <laughs> he gets subbed on. Subbed on in the 80s. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, Raya's had an absolute mare, Ojo, and he's had to be subbed off. That's, you know, because you picked him. <laughs> and then Ramsdale scores a 50 Because he went to sleep. No, there was nothing for him to do. He went to sleep, got into a coma mm. so that they had to sub Ramsdale off. <laughs> oh, um, Alex, sorry. Um, I'm going to go with 3 1. Um, Everton, I reckon, they'll score another set piece. Uh, I reckon Havertz, Jesus, I reckon Havertz will come on personally for me. I mm. mean, he might start, obviously, but um, him, Jesus, and uh, Erdegaard score from outside the box. Love that. He's made a habit of that so far. A great goal from outside the box uh, for Norway as well uh, in the week as well. So, yeah, certainly something to build upon. Uh, I'm going to go... Our clean sheet record away from home is pretty good, even though our record at Everton's not. I think I'll stick with that. I'm going to go 2-0 Arsenal. I'd love Kai Havertz to score. He's not in my starting lineup, but I think he will start. Um, So I'm going to go with Kai Havertz to get one. And a Ben White screamer, obviously, will be the other. So... Yes, uh, I, I just can't wait to see a celebration when that day finally comes. And it will be the most muted 30-yard celebrator, screamer celebration you've ever seen. He'll just walk away like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty fit. Yeah, that's, that's what he's going to do. So, yeah. And Tommy Asu. We need a Tommy Asu goal. We need Sorry, a Tommy Asu goal. We need a Tommy Asu goal this season. We guys. do need a Tommy Asu goal. Yes, you're absolutely right. Mate, if Ben White scores, Tommy Asu becomes the next screamer prediction that's we'll promise you that anyway uh thank you to everyone that's tuned into the show let's run through some of your predictions before we wrap up uh let's go to jimbo who says jesus hat trick havertz and rice tap-ins wilson's going for a 3-1 arsenal win phil's going for a 6-3 raya cedric score uh it's gonna be mad if that happens uh Ramsey says 1-0 with havertz scoring holdini says kai with a brace but a 2-2 
draw in that one. Leo's going for a 3-0. Jesus, Erdegaard and Havertz. Pini Ween's going for a 3-0 with a Smith-Rowe hat-trick. And Tariq is the best dressed by far today. <laughs> uh, debatable. Uh, Granddaddy Gunapal says 4-1 uh, to Arsenal. Amira's going for a 1-0 Arsenal with an 89th minute from a corner. Havertz assist. Tommy Bullet header. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Chris across the pond says 1-0 uh, to the Arsenal. Jesus getting the goal there. Bradley says 3-1 Martinelli brace and a Gabriel goal. Matchy's going for a 2-0 Havertz and Odegaard. John's going for a Cedric with five goals. And uh, let's go to Mark, who says, I want a clean sheet. Arsenal 3, Everton 0. I'll keep throwing these up as we say goodbye. But Tariq, thank you for your time, mate. As always, tell people they can find you. Thank you, Tom, for this. And guys, you can find me in the Discord, so to become a member for Tom's channel. But I also have a channel myself, Tariq Talks. Not Arsenal, just um, I do talk about Arsenal a lot, but Premier League football related. But yeah, appreciate your time, man. Pre- and nice seeing you again, Alex and Joel. Absolutely. Make sure you check out Tariq's channel. Tariq talks fantastic stuff. Goes on other channels as well. So uh, I'm sure you'll find him in other places. Uh, Ojo, thank you, mate, for your time. I'm hoping that Emperor Kai does indeed strike back uh, on Sunday. It'd be very much appreciated. But tell people where they can find you. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Tom. And guys, you can find me in the Discord, even though I've been a little rare these days. So please do become a member and uh, fund Tom's secret project of changing his own wallpaper into the Arsenal Away kit. So, <laughs> can you imagine like uh, can you imagine what that would it'd have to be like an entire map of Islington like on the wall and then just like a yellow background that would be how about if we win the Champions League then that, that's how that you possible. show yourself a Champions proper League, owner. wallpaper my wall I don't think it's worth it <laughs> 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 I genuinely don't uh, Alex thank you for your time I'm swiftly moving on that idea uh, Alex thank you for your time mate tell people they can find you uh, well, you can always find me on the Discord server. Membership's been spiking recently. There's loads of new members. It's really good to really good to see. So I encourage anyone anyone to join. Um, mainly for Arsenal fans, but I think there might be others in there. I'm not sure. People uh, like Daniel, fourteen supporting Spurs. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> he can't get away with a members Discord preview without being mentioned as a closet Spurs fan. No, he's down. supporting. He must oh, be supporting dear. Bayern now because Harry Kane is favourite players. Oh, is he switched? Bayern, so. Yeah, at least he yeah. can wear reds. You know, yeah, I suppose, exactly. you know. So he's also a huge worse than guy, uh, the Brazilian right back or left. Emerson. Ah, he's a very big Emerson fan as well. He has Emerson pillows in his oh. bedroom. Yeah. Maybe we'll oh. have to send him a Bayern Munich shirt with Emerson on the back just to be completely wacky. Like, that might be a plan. Um, so, yeah, the membership's going to fund that crazy present to Dan at some point. Um, thank you, Chatbox. Very much appreciate your time and tuning in and listening and those listening and watching on Catch Up as well. Make sure you drop a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, a little slight bit of bad news. The engineer that was supposed to fix my laptop called in sick today. So uh, they're actually going to come out next week rather annoyingly. Um, but for the last few shows, it has held up okay. We've not had any mic issues in the last three shows running, touch wood. Um, so let's hope that it, it sorted itself out maybe. But uh, yeah, Have you tried switching it off and on? <laughs> I have turned it off and on several times, my friends, and I can tell you that it doesn't work. Um, you must have been so I appreciate the tip. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Have a great evening. Enjoy your weekend. I'll be back tomorrow morning live bright and early at 8am as always. Go back and watch yesterday's Eat, Sleep, Arsenal repeat show. Uh, for some more content and there's plenty of channels out there that you can check out in the meantime have a great friday evening and as always up the arsenal
It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.